Run to the Hills. I'm Chris Bland. I hope I'm Tim Taylor. Tim, today is a very, very exciting day for us. We are together in the office for the first time using our fancy microphones. Yeah, and now you're using this fancy bit of kit hooking the microphones up together. So uh, we are hoping that that works and yeah. doesn't all go awry. But alas. Yeah. yeah, me too. I'm hoping to. I'm praying. So, and we're starting to get some proper running news in. So where do you want to kick off with? Well, I was very excited today because I got an email from Sabrina Verge. If I hope I've said your name right. And regrettably, she was out of office. And I just said to myself, what can she be doing? What absolute shame. Tim, what was she doing? So Sabrina was doing the, uh, as probably we all know now, the Wainwrights. So first lady to complete the Wainwrights. And she's set off. We've all been dot watching madly all earlier in the week. And she's set off on a record-breaking pace. Um, uh, and sadly, she uh, got a knee injury sort of halfway through the week while she was on on pace. Uh, and then that slowed her down. So she's still finished in a mad time, of course, despite a knee injury. But um, yeah, an amazing, just amazing. It's just like out of my, knocks, knocks my head off my shoulders. I don't understand how people can do it. And despite being ridiculously, ridiculously humble, is she claiming as well that it shouldn't be a record because someone, what you were explaining this to me before. Yeah, so the so so according to interviews that I've I've read, she's basically saying it's not a record, as in she's the first lady to do it because when she was injured and her knee was sore, she actually leaned on some friends to help her go down some of the slopes backwards. So I'm kind of going, how has she done it in like that ridiculous time? And some of it was going backwards with a bad knee going down. I'm like, what? How does that even work? So she's very in a very humble and. Uh, kind of the way that you expect kind of fell runners and ultra runners to behave to go no not quite right so um but i'll have another pop at it next year i like it um we also have kim collinson broke the lakes 24-hour record so what's is that the most peaks done in 24 hours that's it yeah i think it's the most the most peaks done in 24 hours and he's, he's a he's a well-known runner as well i mean he's he's won races all over the place super speedy and uh yeah, amazing did, achievement. What did he get? 78 peaks and a distance of 145 kilometres. Yeah, amazing. Big, really yeah. big. And then yeah. we're also talking about the Hardmores. So the hard, yeah, the Hardmores were kind of penciling in a, a race that's been arranged for a long time on the 2nd of August. They, I, As I understand it, I don't have an inside track on this one, but uh, as I understand it, there were there was every chance of the next race going ahead, which would have been called the Farndale but it was actually going to be in a slightly different location um, but regrettably that's been called off this week uh, because of concerns around 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 the, the kind of parish council level so that's a shame because it kind of almost sounded like some people could have been been out racing in a couple of weeks time but you know it'll come it'll come and then the next one the next Hardmores race is of course the ones the postponed 110 slash 160 which is at the end of August so hopefully that will go ahead we will we'll see i guess and then what we do have is next week's going to be the virtual lakeland <gasps> yeah the virtual lakeland 50 about. yeah absolutely so, so, so you and lisa are actually doing that aren't you? yeah that's right yeah so we're planning to do that we're doing that from monday i think so i think you can start at midnight sunday but from monday we'll be uh either walking or running certain distances 
uh, during the week. And the way Mark set it up is quite interesting because he's he suggested, because I think there's six or seven checkpoints, that you do one checkpoint distance a day. So not quite as easy going for the guys doing the 105 mile no. distance, but for the 50, it should be quite manageable, of course. And then what we've got this episode, we were very excited about Lakeland 150. So we're just chatting to Jason again. We had him on before about his what three victories is it on Lakeland 50 Ooh. and his attempt on the 100. Yeah. So we're chatting to him about that, his favourite parts of the course, trying to get you all a little G'd up for it. And then, of course, we're finishing with Mark Laithwaite's got a bit of a reputation for rousing pre-run speeches. That's it. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, that's so it. So we'll leave you off with this week with his URL Lion speech from one of the years, um, Lakeland 100. Oh, Great. cool. Super cool. Thanks, awesome. Chris. Um, on with the show. So, Jason, uh, you've been on before, but give yourself a very quick introduction again, and we'll go from there. Hi, I'm Jason Cavill, and I am a runner, ultra runner, slash fell runner, and anything else that I fancy having to go at. Mountain uh, biking seems to be in there at the moment. Mountain biking, single speed, that kind of thing at the moment. It's quite good fun. Um, yeah, I'm also a running coach as well with my wife, Kim. And um, yeah, I've done the Lakeland 53 times now and the Lakeland 100 once as well. Awesome. So this is this weekend is the Lakeland or would have been had things been as they were meant to be the Lakeland 50 and the Lakeland 100. Instead is a virtual race where people can sort of spread it out over the week. Um, Tim and Lisa. So Tim will be talking about this beforehand um they're all doing it this weekend i just sort of wanted to talk to you about sort of if you've got any sort of standout and memorable moments from both highs and lows from the weekends really yeah probably quite a lot it's always a really memorable weekend and i think one thing that stands out of the lakeland 50 slash 100 event it isn't just the isn't just the race itself it's the whole weekend and the whole atmosphere um from getting there on friday morning as soon as you can to get a decent spot in the camping field uh, seeing lots of people you know it's always a really big sort of gathering could because there's so many people there gathering for people that we know um and you know the registration and and you know the kind of um classic race briefings that mark does um i think it's worth going just for those to be honest and uh and then um if you're not doing it watching all the hundred competitors setting off on friday nights always you know really really cool um and then you can sort of see them set off on their 100 mile journey and then you head off for a nice meal and pint or whatever you want to have good night's sleep, nice breakfast, and then you set off and do the 50 the next day. Meanwhile, 100 competitors have still been running around the Lake District. Um, All through the night. So it's cool. And then the Lakeland, you know, the Lakeland 50 start is really nice. I think it's a nice time of day to start as well, about 11 o'clock or something. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, that in Dale, Maine? Yes, it does, yeah. It's really yeah, pretty so, start, isn't it? 
yeah, it's a lovely start. Round all those fields. Um, sometimes they cut the grass for us. Sometimes they don't. Uh, so that's quite nice. But yeah, then I think as soon as you get up out of Pooley Bridge, you saw out on the moors a bit more. And that's, yeah, that's really nice. Um, yeah, so the whole the whole weekend is like, there's lots of different parts the whole weekend. Um, and then fin- the, like the finish is just amazing as far as recognising everybody when they finish, announcing them as they go into the finish area and then um, just hanging around till the early hours of the morning, yeah. <laughs> you know, chatting to people and seeing everybody. So, yeah, it's just a great kind of coming together of great it's definitely a fe- It's a bit of a festival, isn't it, of it? It's great. Um, yeah. And especially when you get in, like, as you will have done, getting quite early on the 50, you get to then see everybody coming back in. It's that once you're at that sort of camp, you just hear the constant cheer and cheer and cheer. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Just yeah, like, it's brilliant. So it's cool. And I think the, the the route as well is just beautiful. Um I like what sorry, go on. I was just gonna say what made you initially want to go and do it? What was like your first introduction to the course? Uh well it was my good friend um Tony Holland, who we'll all remember. Yeah. It was all his fault really. He just kept telling me I should go and do it and uh, I didn't really know much about it he just said oh it'll really you know you'll love it it'll suit you um so yeah we kind of went out and did a few training runs on it and on the route itself and watched quite a few of John Kiniston and Dave Truman's videos on the route guide and everything on YouTube they were cool so we had a sort of inkling of where we were going um, but it, I, I like the route because it's it's relatively runnable for the Lake District. I think because it goes over passes yeah. rather than peaks. Um, but you've still got nice kind of run runnable descents, um, and it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit technical. It's not like alpine groomed trails as well. So it's a bit, you know. It, I think that's one of the hardest things about the Lakeland 100 is it does beat your feet up quite a lot as well. So, you know, it's definitely a challenging course for sure, but it gives a lot back as well. And then yeah. what was what made you switch? You've obviously been super successful on the Lakeland 50. I mean, you've won it, what, how many times? Three times now, yeah. Three times. What made you <laughs> make the change to the Lakeland 100? Uh, I kind of always had my eye on doing a 100-mile race and that kind of seemed to be, I think at the time I'd won the Lakeland 50 twice, I'd set a new course record and, you know, had a brilliant time running that year, the second year with Casper and um, I just kind of felt, well, the 100 seems a logical, you know, step um, to go on and do it and I wanted to see, you know, see how far I could push it with, with that as well. Um, so, yeah, and it was definitely definitely the challenge I was kind of expecting. <laughs> how did you find it? Um, yeah, it was probably, in some ways, one of the hardest things that I've done because it didn't go as planned. So it was a real case of, kind of 
adjusting plans as you went and um and just getting to the finish to be honest i had a bad i suffered i wasn't i wasn't you know excuses and all the rest of it but i wasn't in great condition going into it um which was a shame because i'd had a really good training block leading up to it but i wasn't really very well so i suffered quite a lot throughout it um so yeah but it was you know first hundred mile event and it was a big eye-opener of to how you feel for that distance as well so i was you know certainly a bit naive going into it as far as knowing what to expect but at the same time i know i could do better yeah so i do need to go back and do it again eventually <laughs> but um, it's on. and, and then there's obviously a bit of a local or localized legend behind all of the checkpoints and the stop foods and all that sort of thing is there anything any favorite checkpoints any favorite food that you've picked up from there um i just anything remember that's dragged you out of a hole one of the first years was it was a bit of a surprise i wasn't i didn't know what to ex i didn't expect you know it on quite the level that it was actually at uh when you went in some checkpoints and i remember the first year on the lake of 50 and i was feeling pretty rough as i went into ambleside and i remember seeing um some people i knew dressed as clowns and it just freaked me right out i was just like i couldn't get my head around why are these people dressed as clowns this is weird um so i quickly got myself out of that checkpoint it was just yeah i think yeah it was flip flip owen was dressed as a clown and i was just like yeah that was weird um, but the circle, the checkpoints are great. Like Howtown, the Cowboys there, they've always been really, really good fun. I think that's normally Tim and Lisa, isn't it, on there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Tim and Lisa and everybody else there as well. And yeah, everyone's always so helpful at the checkpoints. It's just, it's just so, yeah, it gives you a big boost. I think the hardest thing is making sure you get out of the checkpoint quickly instead of hanging around. And then have you got any any favourite points on the course, anywhere that you're always quite glad to get to or anything like that? Um, yeah, I like, there's quite a lot of bits that I do like, which is a good sign. I like the rundown off Fusedale. Um, it's quite grassy and sort of runnable fast. That always feels really good because there's a big climb before that as well. And it always takes me to the top of that climb to settle into it. And then once I get to the top of that, I'm kind of okay and in my groove. Um, and then I love the last kind of eight miles of the race. It's kind of, you know, it's coming. Um, you know, you know, the end is close and it's just, yeah, it's a really nice kind of section. It's quite technical in some places. Um, but yeah, I've just got good memories of getting my foot down there or being chased or whatever. So it's always a bit of a buzz, you know, that last eight miles. Yeah. And then I suppose the same question, but in reverse of, is there any way you absolutely dread any particularly nasty climbs, any tough descents, anything? Uh, yeah, probably don't enjoy some of the flat bits. Um which are a necessary evil, I guess. Yeah, the the flat, there's a flat, you know, where you saw me walking and I, yeah, after Ambleside, yeah. there's a long flat bit along there. And that was, 
I was beating myself up so much on the Lakeland 100 because I had to walk it all. Um, and I felt horrendous. And I was just, yeah, disgusted with myself that I was walking. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember you saying that you were asking me how far away I'd parked and then being very grumpy but very glad at the same time that I'd parked too far away to come and give you a lift. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like I didn't want you filming me because was... yeah, I think that might have been it. Film me walking. This is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> although later on, you I seem to remember you picking up the speed enough to give me a nosebleed. So it was swings and roundabouts for oh, us yeah. on that one. Yeah, that was quite a good memory. <laughs> um, the one that I always remember is I same as you. Oh, I let's, be, let's and... be clear. I didn't give you a nosebleed. <laughs> hit you or anything <laughs> although i'm sure the temptation was there yeah that <laughs> sounds really bad that sounds really bad though yeah the nosebleed came from you running downhill behind me not not me so i have a very came. delicate nose <laughs> <laughs> um okay so last sort of question for you is there's a lot of people going doing this virtual race this sort of week it's a very very different thing um, it's more sort of just a celebration of the Lakeland 50. It's, it's, you can't sort of compete it. But if people running between 50 and 100 miles this week, have you got any advice? Oh, that's crazy, yeah. Um, I don't know. There's lots of ways you can do it, I guess. Somebody suggested, you know, and I, 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 to, be, to be fair, I haven't got my head right into everything that everyone's yeah. doing. But some people are doing, trying to do like a, a, a leg a day kind of thing, you know, so do the first, however long it is to Howe Town, you know, one day and then the next leg the next day. So that's a really, I quite like that idea. That's really nice. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. But yeah, break it up and just take it easy and it's a decent forecast next week so you can enjoy it a bit more, can't you? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just um, eat, just all week, eat like you would be during the race. Yeah, I think it's cool, it's great. <laughs> great excuse. So we normally would end with a lightning round, but Jason, we've already got there with you. So instead, we're going to leave with this. You are lions for standing on that start line. We wish you all the best for this year. This is your year. If you've got nothing better to do in the next hour, We'll see you over there at 6.30 to run 100 miles. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Run to the Hills. If you could please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to this, leave us a rating and a review, and that would be absolutely amazing. If not, give us a subscribe. Thank you, and see you next week.